This podcast is for mature audiences 18 and over and for entertainment purposes only. Please contact your healthcare provider before pursuing any of our topics discussed. You're listening to Eat, Play, Sex with Dr. Cat, the place to get play, sex, and nutrition talk straight to your ears. Hey, lovers, and welcome to another episode of Eat, Play, Sex. I'm your sex expert, Dr. Cat. All right. Everyone in the room who has fallen prey to buying fashion off of Instagram shop feature, raise your hand now. Now keep your hand up if you got it in the mail and it was definitely not what you thought you ordered, but because it looks so cute on the model, we thought it would magically make us look super cute as well, only to discover that when we tried the outfit on, we were still us in this dress. An adorable us, of course, because we are super fly, but we were hoping that the perfectly brawn tans and long ombre hair would be coming with it. But I'm still a slightly darker shade of pale and my hair still looks like this. Cool. Now, I've definitely got a couple of saved folders in my Instagram that direct me to different styles of myself that I would want to come back to and be inspired by. I've got my Burning Man inspo, I've got my yoga inspo, I've got my rocker chick inspo, I've got my boho chic inspo, and I love it because it gives me ideas of pieces to put together. And I can still have those moments all the time where I'm blankly staring into my very full closet telling myself that I have nothing to wear, only to reach for the same black high-waisted yoga pants that I pretty much wear daily, but they make me feel good. (laughs) And like every person, I'm sure I wish I had a personal stylist who would just know exactly what would look perfect on me for every personality of cat and every event that I had to go to. And maybe, maybe that's too much to ask. Whatever. I'm still good, really good at manifesting, so I'm calling that in. So today we're talking about the power of style and how it can influence our psychology, whether it comes to dating, relating, or the business world. And I've got stylist Kim Apodoka here to share her secrets of how you can uplevel your confidence and dating luck with conscious attention to your style. But before we get to Kim, we have an epic workshop that we're collaborating on coming up in SoCal March 22nd called Dating for Adults. We're joining Amy, the dating coach, and myself helping you to set yourself up for confident success in the dating world. So whether you're re-entering into the dating scene after having gone through a divorce or just need some fine-tuning to help you feel sensual, sexy, and in your power, girl, we've got you. So go to rechargeyourstyle.com and sign up today with promo code SEXLOVEYOGA for the first nine of you will get 75% off. So don't just sit there listening to the podcast, listen to the podcast and be on your computer getting that ticket. (laughs) Lovers, I want to thank you for tuning in and spreading the word and leaving your reviews and trying some of these suggestions that we recommend because our goal here is to help you to eat, play and sex better. And if you haven't already, please head to eatplaysex.com, subscribe to the show, and connect with me because I've got some epic guides for you, and Kim is going to share some epic knowledge for you. So don't wait and go check that out. Ah, Kim, 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 Kim. I'm so excited that you're here joining me today. (laughs) Hi, Dr. Katz. (laughs) (laughs) We've been chatting back and forth and it's, it's, it's always such a fun treat to finally see the faces of the people that, you know, and, and I see faces, right. But digital faces. And then here, here you are, this living, breathing human. (laughs) (laughs) A very, on a very, uh, Uh, rainy, cloudy day. (laughs) Rainy, cloudy day. And I, you know, I always wonder what my first impression or what the other person's first impression is of me because I'm over here sitting, like you see me on Instagram and I'm like super sensual and super like dressed up and everything. And then here I'm like in my sweats and (laughs) I'm like hacking up a cat hairball because like the changing weather and I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a weirdo. (laughs) 
No, not at all. No, no. I, feel, I feel I feel I have to put on my sexy voice. Oh, girl, you have a sexy voice. Have you not heard your voice? Like, it's there. You're nailing it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and that even brings me to mind, like this whole concept of first impressions, and and we're gonna get into that. You know, this concept of how we present ourselves and influence how people perceive us. Absolutely. Did you know that it takes seven seconds for someone to completely judge you? (laughs) It's it's a terrible thing. And it's not something that I condone or um, agree with, so to speak. But it is um, (laughs) it is just a fact that the minute someone sees you within seven seconds, they have a preconceived notion of who you are. Um, whether they want to talk to you, whether they want to include you into their group, and um, and that's the magic of style um, and have that's and creating. Road. First I of know. all, oh my god, I know it's like, awful. If it's anybody's awful. like, I don't judge, and I'd be like, nope. In seven uh, seconds, it, you already it did. happens. It happens. Now you do have the ability to either sustain that preconceived notion <laughs> of you or to change it, um, but. If you don't have the opportunity to speak to someone, you know, if you're someone in the office and you're trying to get that raise mm-hmm. or um, you're trying to get the attention of someone that you have a, a major crush on, it's, and you're, you have, you know, a glimpse or a, someone's not going to really have that conversation with you. It's just purely mm-hmm. based on, on what you look like. Um, I'm not saying you have to be uber gorgeous and you know whatever the media puts uh, creates or, or mm-hmm. says is gorgeous but you have to be able to say who you are what you are and um and what you're about within seven seconds mm, wow and and that and that is tough that is tough yeah it's like marketing marketing for ourselves. how can you get the viewers to stay on I, you know I tell I tell my clients that our clothes I kind of like um uh, think of packaging Mm. to um, a product um, but there's a lot that goes into that and we'll get we'll get into it it's 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 not just um, creating a pack it's got to be authentic otherwise it's, it's not you and you're not going to feel it but <laughs> you're not yeah. creating a package but <laughs> <laughs> wow it all depends yeah. on the circumstance <laughs> so Kim tell our listeners about who you are and what you're doing in this world Absolutely. Well, um, I'm a personal stylist and I have been styling um, celebrities and executives and everyday people around Los Angeles um, for the past 15 years now. Mm. Um, I like to think that I empower my clients with the awareness about how to really dress their best in order to feel the way they want to feel in that moment. Mm. Donna Karen once told me, accentuate the positives, love, and delete the negatives. And, you know, <clears throat> we listen oh, like to, that. yeah, we listen to life coaches. And, and at, the, at the end of the day, that's what they're saying, you know, live in a space of gratitude and focus on the positives. And I do the same thing in the physical state. We can't, we can't change our bodies and we live in a world of, of social media and, I'm here to tell you that every model, every single person on this planet has some form of body dysmorphia mm. and we don't like things about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm someone who grew up with, with body issues. I mm-hmm. was a dancer and um, I went through a space and time and I was uber, uber skinny Mm-hmm. And that was just awkward. And everyone made fun of me. And, you know, people would say, oh, my gosh, you have Wednesday legs. When's they going to break? Or lucky legs, lucky they don't break. And so what? I then embarked on a journey of just eating tons and tons and tons and tons of chocolate and, and porridge to gain weight. And then porridge, of course, porridge. Wait, where are porridge. you from? South Africa. <laughs> South Africa. So, yeah, I was like, I'm like hearing some of these words. I'm like Wednesday wings, like porridge. Like that's definitely not LA dog. <laughs> so yeah, that's a South African thing. So oh God, uh, I love it. I, you know, just started eating these things and then puberty hit and then you gain weight. And at that time I was, you know, pursuing 
my life as a ballerina. And then I just embarked on a terrible, nasty spin of, of, of eating disorders. Mm-hmm. And in my twenties, um, I, I, my journey, came, you know, I ended up in LA and, um, happened to meet my wonderful husband who, who just loved me for who I am and, and taught me how to, how to eat, uh, nutritiously and, and, and slowly shifted my uh, view of myself. And so when I work with clients, it is so important for me that they see their inner beauty and everybody has something beautiful. Honestly, it's, you know, whether it's your smile or your eyes or your hands or your hair or your feet, um, everyone has something beautiful to work with. And so it's about accentuating those positives, focusing on those positives and, and deleting the negatives. Mm, I love that. That's such a beautiful way of, of framing it, right? Because like you said, we all can struggle with, this is a collective human experience. I think for men and women, we primarily talk about the women, but we see ourselves and we pick out the flaws and then we, it's almost like we zoom in on the things that we don't like. Absolutely. That's the first thing, you know, I, when I sit with a client, um, you know, I, I consider myself, call myself a holistic stylist. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm drawn to you. <laughs> You're a holistic therapist. Yeah. But um, it's so true. And when I sit with a client, we do a lot of self-work. Mm. Um, and one of the questions I ask my clients is, um, you know, what do you not like about yourself? And, you know, nine out of 10 times it's their, you know, their tummies or their hips or their thighs. Mm -hmm. And so we work, we focus on outfits or silhouettes where I'm deleting the negatives, right? And we're at, we're putting, um, wait, you delete their tummies. No, Wait, no, no, no. What, what I'm saying is, you know, the concept of delete the negative. So we'll wear, we'll put something where we focus the attention away from, oh. from their self-conscious parts, right? Oh, amazing. But the first thing they do when they look at themselves in the mirror, they go, oh, my thighs, my hips, mm-hmm. or my, my stomach. And then I take a photo of them. And then when they see a photo, the way we see ourselves in a photo is very different from the way you see yourself in a mirror. In what and way? I'll, what do you mean? Um, so I did, I'm not quite sure of the signs behind this, but I did read that first of all, the way someone sees you is not the way you see yourself in a mirror. It's actually, if you put two mirrors together, almost like in a corner. So if you have two walls that are adjacent to one another and they're mirrored, the part that you see yourself in that corner, in that joint of the mirror is the way people see us. (gasps) Wait, I did this at Burning Man when he, this is so funny. I, I, I swear to God, it was called like the true mirror or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so when you take a photo of yourself, I always chop their heads off in the photo. Because <laughs> then uh-huh. they start self-analyzing their face. You know, we're yeah. so off self-critical. Yeah, off yeah. the head. <laughs> and we focus on just the outfit. And all of a sudden, they see themselves as a whole. Because now mm. you're a picture and you're taking, I don't know. I think when you look at yourself in a mirror, there's more of a personal connection. Then when you see yourself in a picture, you're a little bit more distant. Um. And all of a sudden they go, oh, wow, that does look good. And so if mm. I'm creating some um, focus, you know, closer. So if someone has a beautiful smile, right, or beautiful eyes, I'm going to highlight colors of their eyes or, mm-hmm. or wear a, a, a dramatic necklace or a scarf or a collar that, that brings the focus up to their face, then when they see themselves in that picture, that's where their eye goes to. And then they forget about their hips and they go, oh, that outfit does work. And, um, mm. and so that's a little bit of... of of the, the psychology. Process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. are, you're guiding, it's, it's as if you're guiding their vision, you know, what they're seeing. Because yes. I can imagine, you know, when we have our faces, psychologically, we're so drawn to recognize faces, right? And recognize eyes and that kind of thing. So by removing that and, and being very cutthroat and cu- literally cutting off their head, <laughs> you're bringing them to, to, yeah, this exactly. this um, non uh, personal, less personal. It's the same thing, you know. If you have a pimple on your face, 
this is a terrible analogy, but <laughs> everyone can relate to this. Mm-hmm. Every moment you have that you look in the mirror, you see that pimple and mm-hmm. it's giant for you, right? Mm-hmm. But if you were to walk into a, a room or to a, into a store and, and, and saw someone for, you know, for seven seconds say, or, for, for, or chat to them and then step away, if someone were to ask them, you know, did you see her pimple? Nine out of 10 times, they haven't. They haven't even seen it because they see you as a whole. They don't mm-hmm. see you for just that pimple. And so we are so self-critical. We just see ourselves for those flaws. And, um, and that's why getting dressed in the morning is, is part of a priming, a priming process. Um, and so if every morning you wake up and you're focusing on your flaws or your or, or, or self-deprecation and, mm-hmm. and criticism, well, you're setting yourself up for, for an awful day of, of what you're lacking instead of what you have. And mm. it works just, you know, as, as people tell you to do that within your psychology, it works on the physical too. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I say to you, start your day with, you know, with who you are and who you want to be dress for the job you want, mm. not necessarily the one you have, unless you're super happy and you love the job you have. <laughs> like um, me. exactly exactly sitting here in my sweats talking to kim about fashion fashion and dating it's pretty good absolutely (laughs) so do you give people a morning ritual that they go through or a process that they go through or what does that look like how would you suggest people start that yes so the first step um and everybody you have to do this at least twice a year um, you have to start with a closet that works for you. Mm. I can't tell you how many, you know, every client I start with, we, we start at the closet level. And it was recently brought up to me. People said, uh, someone came up to me and they said, you know, I never, I never considered hiring a stylist because I find it, I thought it was so intimidating. Mm. And so that's why I start in your closet because once you see me, cleaning out your closet. (laughs) There's nothing intimidating about it, (laughs) but it is the start. So you need to take everything out your closet that doesn't fit you or is too small. I hear that all the time. Oh, I'm going to lose when I lose my five pounds, that's going to fit, you know, get it out. Because again, that's a reminder of, oh, okay, you're not right yet. You're still working on something. You are perfect the way you are, unless Mm. you are unhealthy and the doctor has told you, you need to do something about it. Um, that's a different scenario, but mm-hmm. you know, whether you're five or 10 pounds overweight or underweight, like people, you've got to start practicing self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. Mm-hmm. So you start with a closet where all your clothes fit you and everything in it, you love. If there is something that, you know, your mother-in-law gave you, <laughs> or your friend who you don't really like, get it out. Everything mm. in there needs to have you know, I believe in the energy and, and all those things. Oh, so me too. Talk it more. has to have positive energy, right? You want to open your closet and things need to make you happy. Mm. And then I, I work, it's a little different for everybody, but typically I categorize a closet by function. So mm. I will, you know, group all the shirts that are sleeveless, short sleeve, blousey, long sleeve sweaters, you know, your trousers and all the shoes so that, and jackets so that you can, you start your day and here are my three steps, right? So you're going to say to yourself, um, how do I want to feel today? Okay. Mm. And you're going to say, do I want to feel fierce, friendly, confident, sexy, loving, do I want people to think of me as a collaborative force? Am I collaborating with a group? I need to be cohesive or do I need to stand out like a leader? Those are very different looks. Mm. So you need to identify how do you want to feel today? And then you look at your closet and you say, what piece of clothing, what article of clothing makes me feel like that? right? And then you start and you put your cost, your outfit together and you can't just stop there. It has to permeate into your makeup, your hair accessories. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, before you get to that, that, you know, that's your day-to-day priming process, but mm-hmm. 
before you get there, you have to do a little self-work um, in terms of identifying you ha- identifying you know who you are and what your lifestyle is, um, which is going to give you a roadmap into into your outfits. This, that, that part's very difficult, and that's why I say come to my workshops. I'm going to try yeah. and try to live stream more and more so that I can help people across the world, and it's not just you know executives or celebrities that come and work with me one on one. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do have to do a little bit of the work and, and figure out, you know, who are you in your perfect wishful state? Who do you want to be? And then have that self-awareness, um, assess your current situation, look at your clothing and understand. I talk about, um, conscious dressing, mm-hmm. um, start to wear certain colors, start to wear certain pieces and say, how does that make me feel? I take I encourage my clients to take a photo of themselves when they, when they wear an outfit. And when I bring on a client for the first 10 or 20 days, every day they take an out, a, a picture of themselves and they send it to me and they give me three adjectives about how they feel that day. And then we create folders on their phone so that when they have to get dressed quickly, they can just access that folder and go, okay, where's my fierce and sexy outfit, right? And then that just That is pop it. brilliant. And then oh my they God. put that on. <laughs> the number, Kim, the number of times that I've put together a really cool outfit and I'd be like, oh, this is so great. And the next time I'm thinking about it, I'm like, wait, what, what did, I- did I put with that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it happens to me, you know? And yeah. so it, these days with our wonderful phones, just create those folders in your, um, in your, in your albums and, and mm. you can just access them really, really quickly. God um, bless I technology. I got this. <laughs> I know. Amazing. Amazing. I don't know what we'd do without it. Right. But just quickly, I don't know if you, have you heard of enclosed cognition? No, this oh, sounds sexy. Mm, I wish it was, but <laughs> <No>! <laughs> it's scientific. It's scientific. But what excites me about this is I've always felt this. I've always believed in the power of style and power of clothing. Right. Mm-hmm. But for many years, I've, you know, I've stood on my, on my pulpit and, and preached my message. But now there's actually science behind it. And the scientist, Adam Galizzi, you guys can Google it out there. He's coined this, this term called enclosed cognition. And they've done three uh, scientific experiments proving that clothes has an influence on your psychological processes, like your, the way you think, and your performance. And this is giant. This is absolute like giant news for us stylists Mm -hmm. because this absolutely proves now that clothes affect the way you think. We've always known that it affects the way people perceive us, going back to the seven second rule. But now Mm -hmm. there is actual science behind the way clothes affect your performance and, and, um, and how you think. Really? Yes. So in, yeah. in one of the topics that we had talked about and, and with our workshops that we're going to be collaborating in on, we're talking specifically about dating. Does it impact that? Absolutely. So for instance, people who are anxious or, um, you know, too high energy and they need to calm down. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. I'm super <laughs> hyper. <laughs> I'm a type you A person. Sorry. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> You will often see me wearing neutrals. I love to wear beige and sand. Is that you? <laughs> me too. Cam, I swear to God. My yes. last my last partner was always like, Cat has no colors. And I'd come out in like green and they'd be like, but that's still earth tone. <laughs> you know, it's still like, eh. everything no. in my closet is just neutral or very like pale. That's because it just <laughs> subconsciously calms you down. My entire house is gray. Because I can't, you know, if I were to come into, a, I love color. I love color. Mm-hmm. But if I were to come into a space that's super colorful, I would probably have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> so, wow. So we're automatically drawn to that. Um, so in terms, of, in terms of dating, people make the mistake if, if you're desperate and you are just so heartbroken, those people tend to dress overly sexy, right? Because they're trying to compensate for this, this, this feeling of being 
heartbroken. But you Mm. need to be careful. You need to be in alignment with your inner state. And this is where authenticity comes in. And so if you are too out there and that's not really how who you are, you're not going to exude this confidence and sensuality because it's not really who you are. So that is very important. You do need to have a good sense of who you are because let's face it, the most sensual people, or, you know, I like to use the word sensuous, sensuous mm-hmm. and sensual versus sexy, mm-hmm. but um, it's, it are those that are confident, that are aligned body, mind, and soul. They know who they are. They just exude that energy. And we're naturally drawn to those people. Mm. Um, and so the colors that we wear, going back to like our beiges that are, are more calming, did you know that blues, greens, and purples, um, people, like, uh, people like people more if they're in those colors? Whereas if you're wearing red, orange, and yellow, you bring out a lot of excitement. So if, for instance, if you are a little bit low energy and you're trying to attract someone with high energy, I don't know if that works out though. (laughs) (laughs) That's for the long term. (laughs) (laughs) You might want to wear red, yellow, or orange, a bright color, like a fuchsia. And that's Mm -hmm. going to emit this sort of high energy and, and draw out the energy out of, out of, out of your, your partner. Um, what else is there? Um, yellow. This is interesting. The color yellow. People think you are more sincere when you wear yellow. Think about mm-hmm. presidents. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Bill Clinton fan, but Bill Clinton would always wear yellow towards <laughs> his very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? you know, towards the end when there was a lot of controversy. Oh, oh, do you think he had a stylist who was, who was telling him to wear yellow? <laughs> I do think I do. I don't know if he had a stylist. I mean, stylist, everyone has a stylist now, <laughs> but I do, I do believe they were given, they give, they give their presidents outlines of, you know, what, you know, there's, there's a lot of science behind the colors of their ties and, mm. and what it projects. Um, so, you know, we go back to working. So elegant suits give you a lot of power. And even, even I say to ladies, you know, if you're wearing a pair of jeans and for me, I'm, I'm only five foot four. So if I wear heels, I feel a lot, I have, it brings me, it gives me a lot more power and confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will, (laughs) I will often wear a little blazer. So even if you wear a t-shirt and a blazer, Mm -hmm. you just have, it just gives you that little bit more of an oomph. Um, Yeah. And Office is brought in Casual Friday to boost creativity. It makes people feel a little more creative when they're out of their suits and, and problem solve. Yeah, because they're probably more relaxed and they're not, it's, it changes the, probably the rigidity of this, this, you exactly. know, having to, yeah, hold a specific posture because you're wearing the specific thing that requires you to sit up taller. Yeah. Exactly. And um, very important, and this is, part of my priming process and I suggest for everybody and this is listen up listeners is underwear okay this is serious though underwear (laughs) boosts our self-esteem scientifically proven ladies we can't after 40 start wearing those nude grandma panties it's just not gonna work (laughs) <laughs> you know, granny panties out. No, no, you know, if you're wearing a specific dress and it calls for it, I will, I will, I will, I will forgive you. But it's the first thing we put on our bodies. Mm-hmm. Something that, you know, no one really sees. So it's a bit of a splurge. But what you're saying to yourself when you go and you purchase that beautiful set. You don't have to have many. You know, I say to my clients, even if you just have three, have a black set, have a white set, and have a colorful set, a color, mm-hmm. a color that makes you feel beautiful. You're saying to yourself that you are worth it. Mm-hmm. You are worth having something that's, you know, maybe a little bit more expensive than the Target nude panties. And you're going to put something beautiful on for you. And knowing that you have that underneath your outfit, create self-esteem, self-esteem. 
You know, that's so funny. So when I, I unknowingly did this, um, my first closet purge <laughs> was in my underwear drawer and I threw out all the old and all the, you know, stain from menstruation, mm. menstruation and everything, Absolutely. you know, and replaced it with so much like cute lingerie. And I was like, yeah, you know, like I'm teaching workshops where we're all in our underwear and, you know, like, so let me just get some good ones. And now it's become such a routine that was years ago. And now it's a, you know, this, this ritual for myself where I buy myself really cute underwear. And that's what a gift to my girlfriends for birthdays or for Christmases is a pair of really cute underwear. That's the best. I, I am a huge believer in it. And you know, if, if you, when, once you're married and you have children, if you have those listeners and um, <laughs> those rare unexpected moments happen <laughs> with your hubby, you know, how fabulous is it that he gets a sneak peek of, of something delicious underneath there? So never miss an opportunity <laughs> <laughs> for some excitement. So. Well, I think that's the same with dating too. I, you know, I can recall times where I prevented something from progressing even more sexually because I didn't want them to see that I was wearing like really not cute underwear <laughs> versus those times where you are and you're like, ah, you can touch me, you know? <laughs> and it's exactly. Totally, Look what I've got for you. <laughs> yeah. Or for me, right? <laughs> for me. Exactly. <laughs> you just get the honor <laughs> of, being, of being a part of that. Absolutely. You're so right. And, you know, I say to, to what, what, what brought me to having this workshop and, you know, reforming this collaboration mm-hmm. is in the past couple of years, I have um, been brought these clients, so many who have, who are middle-aged and have had, you know, been married for 20 years, 15 years and have the kids and are now divorced or some have unfortunately lost their husbands um, due to an illness or something tragic that way. And, um, and they now have to embark on the scary dating um, journey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's very intimidating to try and think, you know, now I have to, you know, what, what does that look like? Or what do I wear when I go meet somebody for the first mm-hmm. time? Um, and I will sit with a client and we'll, we'll craft up that outfit that makes them feel secure, that gives them that confidence. But then I'll see them you know, on an off day and they're, they're walking around not feeling their best. Mm. And what's really important to remember is you're probably less likely going to meet that person of your dreams on a planned occasion. Most times it's somebody you might, you know, meet at a coffee. I met my husband at a coffee shop. Um, it might be someone you, you bump into, you know, standing in the grocery line. And mm-hmm. so every moment, you don't have to be dressed up to the nines every moment, but you do have to feel like you and you have to feel your best and how it's just another step, you know, putting on beautiful underwear, even, you know, under your yoga pants, it just, it's something special and you're validating yourself and your self-love or love mm-hmm. you have for yourself. Mm, yes, I I completely agree. You know, I actually forgot that people met in in places that weren't online or like <laughs> through friends because I was with a girlfriend yesterday and she was telling me that she met her person at a grocery store, her dude at a grocery store, See? and then like another person who she was sitting at a cafe and this guy comes up and he was like, "Hey, um, are you meeting somebody? Or are you dining alone?" She's like, "I'm dining alone," and he's like no, you're not. This is your first date. And here I am. <laughs> and it was just like, it's wow, so you, know, you never know. But if you're not energetically open to it, then it's not exactly. going to create the potential of that happening. Exactly. And we all know um, the law of attraction. So if you're sending out the vibes of, you know, you're feeling great, we're focusing on the positives, on gratitude, and you're feeling beautiful because you know that the beauty from within is, is permeating out on the outside. <laughs> well, you're going to attract um, beautiful relationships and, and, mm-hmm. and energy like that rather than, I don't want to be seen right now. I look a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I say start with a closet where everything, even your sweatpants, you know, throw out the sweatpants that have holes and stains on it. 
Mm-hmm. And even if you're married, because put on something that makes you, you know, like a nice blush pink or a gray or a lovely beige pair of sweats that make you feel cozy and loving and, mm. and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And life's too short, you know, life's too short to be saving those special things for that special day. Wear it, wear it today. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Even my sweatpants are, are cute and little tapered. Yeah. No, I yes. love that. Yeah. You know, I'm so curious about, you know, we're, we're talking about the culture here and you're from South Africa and I can imagine you've also traveled the globe and witnessed, you know, how people dress the styles, um, in those areas. Mm-hmm. Do you see how styles impact the people of that culture or, or their personalities or, or, yeah. um, um, I'm actually so glad you mentioned that because when I introduced myself, I didn't really give you my background. Um, <laughs> so being South African, my dad's side of the family are all Italian. And that mm. has influenced my style tremendously. Um, so I would spend every summer in Italy and I would watch my Italian relatives who were so stylish. And my, my great aunt was actually a shirt maker. And oh wow. it, yeah, and so... <laughs> She would craft these these works of art um, for her clients, and they would. It was it was an, a whole experience. It's something that marketing and stores are trying to create now. So she bypassed online shopping because you would come to her house. So her clients would have their own special pattern, right? And she would measure you and cut it out on newspaper. Mm-hmm. And then you would come over, and she would cook a lunch for you. And you would have this lunch and be fitted with your shirt that it would have your engraved initials on it. And so each shirt was an experience. It was love. It was, you know, we called it Zia Mimi, which is Auntie Mimi. Her name was Maria. But it was, it was, it was Maria's arms were wrapped around you type of thing. And everything felt special. And so Italians, if you think of Italian clothing, It's so beautifully made. Every piece is so thought out and it's just part of their culture. You, you go and you have a a proper bowl of pasta Mm. and it's, you know, handmade. It's delicious. Each ingredient is like sourced out of the um, (laughs) the veggie garden. (laughs) And so that, I don't know if style affects their culture, but more like their culture affects their style Mm -hmm. and that becomes their everyday. So when you saw a relative, they, the Europeans tend to, they don't tend to have a lot of stuff. That is what American culture has. We have a lot of inexpensive, we call it fast fashion, or mm-hmm. we're just so, we're so lucky. We can just click on Amazon. We need something and, you know, sometimes the same day or the next day it arrives. Mm-hmm. We just have so much at our fingertips and, um, and disposable income here compared to other parts of the world. And so in Europe, you have tiny little closets, you have a few pieces of clothing, and maybe each year you buy one new thing. Um, But everything they purchase is special. And so they create these outfits that are simple, but just beautiful. Mm. Um, And then my mom, my parents uh, were divorced, and my mom lived in London. And so I was very much part of the whole European fashion scene. So, you know, if I were to describe my, my sense of style, it's, 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 I call it European, you know, classic European mm-hmm. feminine style. I'm um, not to say that that's the way to go because we all know we have several different personalities and it's so important to identify them and dress for those personalities. Um, but, but certainly traveling around the world, um, you get a set, you learn from each culture. And, and um, I haven't been to Japan, but the Japanese, um, their cottons are so, a Japanese cotton is, 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 is a wonderful cotton to construct dresses with. They're so functional, they're so practical. And you learn that we don't really wear a lot of dresses here. And I'm guilty of that. I love wearing um, pants, jeans, and we're in a jean culture. But women wear a lot, most women wear dresses outside of here. And Mm. we tend to think of dresses being very dressy. Mm -hmm. But in other cultures, you know, women are wearing dresses in a, a, you know, farming or being out in agriculture. And so 
you also learn different designers and different brands how to wear these items as your everyday, you know? And, mm. um, and that's certainly what I learned traveling is, you know, I'm always, my eyes always open and what, who's wearing what, why, what's the latest, um, and, and taking bits and pieces to, to feel my, my different personalities or my, or my different archetypes, so to speak. Ooh, archetypes, different personalities. I have like a million. <laughs> I feel like I have to have multiple closets, which I actually do, for all the different personalities that are me. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. I, 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 I'm guilty. I'm guilty of the same. Yeah, which I think about, and and I, you know, people always talk about, oh, you know, like be yourself and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, what if I'm sometimes like a hippie, kinky, chains, but earthy person? Like, can I dress like that? You know? And yeah, absolutely. And so maybe expand a little bit on this concept of archetypes or personalities or dressing for that. Yes. So, you know, earlier on I had said, you know, one of the steps you have to take is you have to do the self-work and, and so identify all these different facets and, and parts of you. And that's what makes you interesting. And that's what makes you Dr. Cat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and dress those personalities. As long as on that day, you are authentic to that character. Um, some people, you know, don't have as many uh, personalities or archetypes as, as maybe you do, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, we can use clothing in t- two ways. You can either use it, you know, going back to this enclosed cognition terminology, you can either use it to um, empower you in the sense of like, okay, I, I need to be, I need to, I'm feeling confident and fierce today. So I'm going to wear this outfit and it's going to exude this, or I'm feeling low today and I'm going to wear this to feel more energetic. Um, or we can, or we can use it a little bit um, as an actor uses clothes for mm. a character. And so sometimes I need to be a certain person. For example, I'll go and do a presentation in front of a bunch of lawyers mm-hmm. I'm going to look very different presenting to a group of lawyers as I would to a group of moms mm-hmm. or to a group of edgy artists. Mm-hmm. I can't go and speak in front of an, a group of edgy artists in a suit, you know, <laughs> that's not going to fly. So if you are experimenting in different personalities or different archetypes and you're trying to, you know, dig deeper, sometimes try to craft an outfit, you know, so that's where you can use social media, go onto social media and go find that outfit that you really think I want to, I want to, I want to be this Mm -hmm. and then go and put it together and see how you feel for the day. Is it you? Do you like the way this is feeling? Ooh, I like this. I want to, I want to explore this more. And that work I do a lot with teenagers. Um, they're not our audience for this podcast, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, teenagers are, you know, they're trying to figure themselves out and, and, and see who they are. And so I, I go back to dress up. Remember how much we used to love playing dress up when we were yes. four and five years old? Oh, I still do. Yes, I was literally know. at a friend's house with her clothing line and we were all, all of us women were trying on the different pieces and we'd come out with different music on and we'd do a dance and like performance. <laughs> I swear to God, at 32, <laughs> we are it's still doing best. this. It's the best. And that's why like us women, I, I feel sorry for guys because women tend to, we'll go shopping together, right? And a friend might say, put that on. You go, oh, no way. And she goes, put it on. And you put it on. Sometimes it's awful. And most mm-hmm. times it's awful. <laughs> and sometimes you have a friend who has great style. You go, oh my gosh, that's fantastic. I would never have thought to wear that. Mm-hmm. And you discover parts of yourself. With yeah. guys, I, I feel for them because they don't really talk to each other about clothes. And a lot of work I do, I work with, with, with men because, you know, they don't talk, you know, oh, those jeans are fantastic. What are those? You know, oh, those are the seven slimmies. You know, they, they do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like they need, they need the help. But I love to put on an outfit with, a, with, you know, with one of my guys and they go, oh, wow, 
yeah, this, this was the look I was trying to go for. And I saw so-and-so do it. And I just didn't know how to do it. You know, either their moms or their wives are dressing them. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just, I just say, go, go out there one day and just go try different things on and, and go see how it feels and take a, go take a photo of yourself and, you know, take a selfie, see how it feels and then explore those different parts of you. And you're going to be so surprised. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So explore yourself, figure out or try on these things that you didn't think would be something that is you Mm -hmm. just to even just experiment and expand. Yeah. Would you, you know, as we're wrapping up the show here, I wonder, um, are there staples that should be in every man or woman's closet? Oh, the essential list. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, there are, um, I, there's, but for me that, that list just never ends. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. (laughs) You know, it also, again, it depends on, you know, who who you are in that archetype, but okay. So let's, let's go down. So, um, fabulous underwear, number one, (laughs) Mm -hmm. start there. Um, I love a white shirt. Um, in fact, I'm having, I'm wearing one today and I have a little lacy under, undershirt underneath. Oh, Kim. Yeah. To channel my inner <laughs> sexy centrist being. Um, but I love a white shirt. There's so much you can do with it. Um, you know, you can just be classic and powerful with it. You can tie it in a little knot with a pair of cutoffs. Um, you can wear it with a skirt. You can pop the collar up. I mean, I'm just a big white shirt person. Um, okay. So I'm focusing on the girls right now. So white shirts, um, a killer pair of darker jeans. And Mm. I'm sure everyone has a pair of those. Um, I am obsessed with what's called a ponty pant. Um, Let me explain. It is a type of fabric. So it's a little bit thicker. Um, it is, oh my God, I hope it's not like environmentally bad. Please, environmentalists, don't go down. <laughs> it, just, it just looks great, okay? <laughs> uh, sort of like a cigarette pant. And it's a little bit thicker, so it's so flattering. And you can wear it as sweats on a plane with a pair of cute tennis shoes. You can mm-hmm. wear it with a pair of heels and look killer. You can wear it with a pair of flats. Um, it's the most versatile pant. So... It's called a ponty pants. I'm obsessed. Mm. Um, a little denim jacket or a little blazer. So it depends who you are and your personality, but I love that extra layer. Mm. Um, always think of, so here's in this one little tip. It's not really an item, but when we put our clothes together, we always put like a top and a pair of pants together. Always think mm-hmm. of one more thing to layer. <laughs> you know, are you going to layer a scarf? Are you going to put on a cool belt? Just one extra thing. It just mm. gives your offer a little more dimension. Mm, I like that. Um, let's see. Um, a killer pair of heels. Everyone needs a pair of heels. Find that height where you're comfortable and you're walking. Um, it doesn't affect your posture. So sometimes I see women and they, they want to wear a pair of heels that are too, t- too tall and it affects their posture and you look awkward and weird. Go down an inch, ladies. Go down an inch. That's probably um, me. I'm like, I'm really, I'm really tall, but I love I'm tall. Lucky you. <laughs> I know, and I have tall platforms, and I have tall the heels, and I just, I don't know. I love it. I love being this like Amazon super. You know, <laughs> well, don't yeah, don't apologize for your height as long as you're just you're walking comfortably. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you are exuding your confidence. <laughs> And then I love a, a flat pointy skimmer. So like a flat shoe, Audrey Hepburn made these famous, but it is just classic and you can wear it, you know, with your skirts, with your dresses, with a pair of pants. If you on the shorter side or the longer side, it elongates the leg, the line mm-hmm. of your leg, because it goes, it, it draws your eye down and, and the, the line continues down the point. It is so flattering. And then these days you have to have a cute pair of tennies. It's mm. just, it's just the way of the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
love it. Yes. I have my tennies too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, my list could go on, but if you start there, you know, you can add some, add some pops of color with your accessories. Um, and you're good to go. You're good to go. You can probably mm. build a bunch of offers just, just with those few pieces right think, there. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. And and then if you want, if ever if anybody wants to join us to really dive in deeper on that, then they can join us on March 22nd for the Dating for Adults workshop in Orange yes. County. It's yes. in Orange County. Uh, it's going to be such a treat. We're gonna have some champagne and nibbles. And we're going to discuss all things sensuous, um, what to wear on a first date, um, what to wear on a second date. That's very different. Um, and how to bring out your inner vixen. Mm. Um, and then Amy, the dating coach, is great. She helps people craft um, strategies about dating. Um, you know, what she has her whole process. She calls it conscious dating, too. And then there's going to be you Me. making it all steamy and exciting. Um, <laughs> you bet. I don't know any other way. <laughs> Some goodie bags. And um, yes, I look forward to meeting your fans. Mm, yes. So go to Recharge Your Style and enter promo code Sex Love Yoga for 75% off. That's for the first nine people. And Kim, how can people find you? Yes, I am. Um, I'm on Instagram. I am Kim underscore Apodaca underscore style. I'm sorry, my last name's a little tricky. But, uh, <laughs> it's A P for Paul, O D for David, A C for Charlie A. And um, I'm, my website's rechargerstyle.com. And I'm sure you, you'll be able to find me anywhere there. Mm-hmm. I am on Facebook, but I'm not that great on Facebook. I'm really Girl, sorry. me neither. No, uh, I, <laughs> I got you. Instagram's best, my, my home base. The best way to reach me is uh, Instagram. I do reach out to most of my DMs if you're not too creepy. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm happy to help um, people out there. I, I, I just... I'm motivated by the transformations that you make and, and hearing all little success Mm. stories. So, um, Mm -hmm. send me questions, DM me. I'm, I'm, I'm available. Sometimes it's at midnight, but I am available. (laughs) Oh my God. You're so cute. Thank you so much again for coming on, Kim. It's, this is such a fun, yeah, this is so much fun with you. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And lovers, I want to thank you again for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please head to eplaysex.com, subscribe to the show and connect with me. Grab all the sexy guides because my goal here is to help you to eat, play and sex better, which will improve every aspect of your life. I'll see you next time on Eat, Play, Sex. Thanks for tuning in, lovers. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. You can find out more about our guests and topics from our show by checking out eatplaysex.com. Until next time, don't forget to nourish your sex life. <laughs>